Welcome to the What's What Weekly Wrap-Up. Today's show focuses exclusively on this week's features from the WFUV Newsroom. I'm Christina Lulich. And I'm David Escobar. And here are this week's feature stories. We often associate scuba diving with tropical and beach environments, not New York City. WFUV's Isabel Danzas reports on one scuba diver using her skills to clean up the environment in Queens. Nicole Zellick says the weirdest piece of trash she's found underwater was an empty ATM machine. She's also found symbols of New York City under the waves. We've seen a row of bus seats. So like from like what you would see on an MTA bus, no idea how that got there. Zellick is a scuba diver. She started diving when she was a kid and eventually founded Superdive, a scuba diving school in Queens. And while scuba diving isn't the first thing that people would put on their New York City bucket list, Zellick says the urban environment is a great place to dive. It's different, and it really does something when you go into an, an urban environment and the hustle and bustle of the city, and you hop into the water, and it's serene. But Zellick doesn't just dive for fun. Once a month, she descends to the bottom of the waves with a team to collect trash. We do it to show that when you become a diver, you're a steward of your environment. Underwater trash collections like these happen all over the country. The Professional Association of Diving Instructors, or PADI, tracks the trash scuba divers pull up. They then compile that data and look for trends. And those trends do allow us to influence policymakers to potentially change legislation or create better enforcement. Maybe sometimes, honestly, it's just half the battle is putting a new receptacle in that area. Because if we're constantly finding plastic bottles, maybe it's time to put a recycling bin at the shoreline. That's Jack Fishman. He's the manager of campaign and community at Patty. Fishman says monitoring underwater garbage is important all over the country. But in places like New York City, it's even more crucial. Well, with a dense urban area, right, it tends to be more human interaction, which leads to many different things from an environmental perspective, one of which is an increased amount of marine debris or just trash in general. So in New York City, Zelik and her crew are on trash duty. And through that effort, Zelik says she's seen changes in the environment firsthand. Every time I go now, I see more fish, more marine life there and to see something like a giant fish a giant stingray after being in the same dive site like a hundred times that does something it makes you wonder huh maybe i impacted this and zelik isn't the only one who has seen a difference after their cleanups this is sarah sears a diver who attends the beach cleanups the first couple of times that i did it i was just amazed at the difference that it made once we were finished. I mean, you could look at the beach and it was just astonishing. Over time, Zellick says diving for trash has grown on her, turning into something she loves to do. It is way easier for me to clean that beach in the winter on the coldest day than it is to clean my own room on like a weekday. <laughs> at least for now, Zellick and her crew will be in Queens cleaning up the ocean. I'm Isabel Danzis. WFUV News. That was WFUV's Isabel Danzis talking about underwater trash collection in New York City. 
Over the past few decades, stand-up comedy has become a cornerstone of New York nightlife. Josh Johnson is one of the rising stars on the scene. He's an Emmy-nominated writer who's now gearing up for a nationwide tour in the spring. WFUV's Leah Mallory spoke with Johnson about the tour and the origins of his comedy career. So is being funny inherent or can you teach yourself to be funny? That's a very hard question. That that honestly is like the question that sums up if if most people should be doing stand-up. I think that there are definitely techniques of storytelling that anyone can learn. And there are definitely um, ways to write a joke that are formulaic enough that most people can do it. But as far as being funny and having, being inclined to even talk about certain things in a funny way, I think is something that is innate in a person. And I'm not saying it can't be found. Maybe it's deep down in there, but I do think it's something that's there all along, even if it's in the smallest way, not necessarily something that can just be purely taught. I don't, because so much of what comedy is, is perspective and sensibility. If your perspective and your sensibilities are not, are not geared toward things that are funny, I don't know if you're going to be able to change that because you are who you are. But I think that there's definitely things that you can learn about joke structure and story structure that can make you a compelling performer. So in your recent special up here, Killing Myself, you essentially frame your comedy as like a therapy session. Uh, You make jokes about your personal experience, but at the same time, you're being vulnerable. Um, Are you reconciling your vulnerability with comedy? And is comedy a way for you to cope? I I think comedy is a way to cope, but I also think comedy is a way for everyone to earnestly come to the table and be vulnerable because it because it's not wrapped up in something so serious as like are you right or wrong or are you a good person or something i think that it's um it's a very compelling cover to say whatever it is that you actually want to say and so as much as i think that everyone should be doing their best to be authentically themselves all the time i do see how comedy lets you say something you would normally say in a comedy venue as a place where specifically you're supposed to say things that you aren't supposed to say outside of it, which is what makes that place special. Like if if you were to say the things that you said on stage at a comedy club just to people on the street, you'd seem like a crazy person. So that's why there's a time and a place for um, not just for for comedy, but for how you want to say certain things. Yeah, so would you say that on the stage you are more of your authentic self? Yeah, I think that when it comes to how a person does comedy, however much of themselves they give to it, it to me is based on one, their perspective again, and then and then two, whatever they find the funniest thing to perform. So there are some people, like you look at Jimmy Carr, and that's someone who's specifically the sort of like one-liner joke, 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 joke type comic. And then you look at Richard Pryor and you get a little bit of everything. You get stories, you get jokes, you get observations and everything. And that's also what those people found success with. That's what they found as the thing that they were best received by the audience when they were performing. And so I think that I'm most myself on stage because that feels the most organic to me. Whereas I think if if I had different sensibilities, I'd probably just go up and be a character and then hop off and I'm not like that person at all. I know mm-hmm. you went to college and you majored in lighting design. What's the trajectory from lighting design to stand-up? 
So I majored in design and used it for all of maybe three months. I don't remember the exact timing. The transition felt, um, they felt wholly unrelated, I guess, until I really thought about aspects of what I learned studying design and how the same way that you frame up a, a sort of design on stage for how you want a person like an actor to be lit is is a little bit similar in the loosest of, of ways it's a little bit similar to how you want to construct a story because the number one job of a lighting designer is that the actor is seen and then the second job is that they're seen in an interesting way so it's like just with comedy it's like my number one job is to make you laugh but then to me at least my second job is to make you laugh about something interesting you know so that I, I found a little bit of parody in those two but not so much so that i'm like man i'm so glad that I got this lighting degree, I would have never been able to do comedy without it. That was WFUV's Leah Mallory speaking with stand-up comedian Josh Johnson about comedy and his freshman tour. You can listen to the full interview on our website at WFUVnews.org. And that's it from us. But you can check out the What's What weekly wrap-up every week for more features exclusively from the WFUV Newsroom. And make sure to check out the WFUV What's What daily podcast every weekday at 3 for the latest local news and feature stories from FUV. And as always, you can find out more at WFUVnews.org. I'm Christina Lulich. And I'm David Escobar. And that's What's What.